Welcome to the good old days of radio show. This is John Tefteller, your host. We are here with Dr. Joe Webb, a expert, one of the experts on the radio program Suspense. Uh, we're doing a series of the best episodes as chosen by him of a certain type of suspense story. A lot of these appear to be kind of a race against time type stories, and that's what we have today, a race against time story. It's called Three O'Clock. It was originally aired on March 10th, 1949. This is one I had never, ever heard until some weeks back. Uh, Dr. Joe Webb was kind enough to send me this and say, well, because I, I think I asked him what his favorite, all-time favorite episode of Suspense was. Um, I have my own favorites, but I had never heard this one originally at, at all, and he sent it to me, and I thought, okay, interesting title, Van Heflin, good actor, I'll listen to this and see what I think, and it grabbed me and held me to the very end, and now I think it is one of the top 10 episodes of Suspense ever done. So, with that, Dr. Joe Webb, what say you? This is my absolute favorite episode, and I think it may very well be the best suspense episode. Now, Sorry Wrong Number has its place. It's a special role. It's a special script. It puts suspense on the map. It's the episode that got the interest of an of advertisers to to uh, finally support the program. But Three O'Clock is... Um, uh, just an incredible acting performance by Van Heflin. It's um, it, where where Sorry Wrong Number is basically all all panic uh, and and emotion. Heflin has to go through so many different changes in mood and also time because there's a lot of flashbacks and a lot of memories that have to be reenacted here. And the idea that he can do all of this in roughly what twenty four minutes of of uh, of of play, uh, as opposed to not thirty, but you know twenty four minutes where he's actually the star and he's always in front of the microphone on on this one. And those changes of scenes they they don't occur with a lot of warning. They just they just happen. Uh, so it's an incredibly demanding role, and. Um, it's I, I, it's just captivating. I I have done a lot of radio listening while I was doing something else. I mean, multitasking is not a new concept. And then I found that when I when I first heard it in the 1970s, I had to stop everything I was doing, rewind back to the beginning, and I just sat and listened to it. It's a it's a terrific script by Walter Brown Newman, who was nominated for uh, uh, screenplays three different times. Uh, the most famous one was uh, the comedy Cat Baloo. So you have a comedy writer writing uh, this particular script from a Cornell Woolrich short story, which was uh, done 11 years earlier. Um, Woolrich, as a mystery writer, had numerous things adapted uh, for radio, later television, uh, but also... Uh, on other programs. If you listen to Mole Mystery Theater, you hear lots and lots of uh, Woolrich programs. So there are movies uh, that were based on his uh, his stories. He, he was so prolific that his publisher uh, had him write under a different name so they could keep more of his work going out. So if you ever heard the name William Irish, those are Cornell Woolrich stories so that they could they could be on the shelf at the same time and people would would think that they were were different. 
Um, this is a, a favorite also of Hitchcock. He had a very brief uh, TV series called Suspicion, and they did an hour-long version of this in 1957 called Four O'Clock, starring E.G. Marshall. A lot of our newer uh, classic radio fans know E.G. Marshall as the host of CBS Radio Mystery Theater. They forget that he was a very important uh, actor in the late 50s and early 60s. And also um, the, a dramatic reading of the Woolrich story by Nelson Olmsted, who was famous of actor in the 1950s working for NBC, who did it more as a, a monologue of, of the story. But Woolrich had always very complex uh, plots. One of the stories that was on suspense was the right, White Rose Murders, and it actually inspired a, a true real-life serial killer, oh, which no. is kind of <laughs> creepy. Oh, no. Uh, and uh, also a program that starred Cary Grant on suspense called Black Curtain. Yes, I which like was, that one. Which was the first Roma Wines program, which they did a year later uh, in, as part of the, an anniversary of, of Roma Wine, uh, sponsoring the show. Night Reveals. Uh, Dime a Dance, which was uh, for Lucille Ball on Suspense. Uh, You'll Never See Me Again with Joseph Cotton, one of our favorite suspense actors. So yep. he, his influence on suspense and in storytelling uh, was absolutely tremendous. But I, I think it reached the pinnacle with when this story appears on, on suspense, getting close to the end of the Anton Leder uh, period. All right, from March 10th, 1949, Van Heflin in 3 o'clock. Start your clocks now. Now, Autolite and its 60,000 dealers and service stations present Suspense. Tonight... Autolite brings you Van Heflin in Cornell Woolrich's famous Three O'Clock, a suspense play produced and directed by Anton M. Leder. Friends, get in step. Give your car a rep for pep. Replace those narrow-gap spark plugs with wide-gap Autolite resistor spark plugs. Your car will idle smoother, smooth as silk and satin. Give you tip-top power and performance on leaner gas mixtures. Actually save gas dollars. That's right, actually save gas dollars. Autolite regular-type spark plugs have long been standard factory equipment on many leading makes of cars and trucks. And now six, that's right, six of these leading makers of cars and trucks have switched to Autolite resistor-type spark plugs for factory installation on their new 1949 models. The new Autolite resistor spark plugs are the spark plugs of today and the future. Remember, you're right with Autolite. And now, Autolite presents Van Heflin in a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Francie signed her own death warrant. She signed her own death warrant, didn't she? You're a good husband to her, and yet she's two-timing you with another man, isn't she? And you made up your mind weeks ago to kill her, didn't you? Well, now at the last second, what are you waiting for? You've got everything down here you need to do the job. That box near the wall filled with explosive, two copper wires already capped. This alarm clock, what's holding you back? Memories of your honeymoon? She's two-timing you with another man. Weigh that in your hand. All right, then, get to work. First, set the alarm. When she gets back from shopping around 2.30, you better set it for 3 o'clock. Good. 
Now then, wind it up. Now then, put the cap into the wires into the little holes you drilled in the box. Oh, no, 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 wait. That explosive's kind of tricky, temperamental. Don't touch that box any more than you have to. First, attach the wire to the alarm clock. I wonder why more people haven't thought of this. Probably wouldn't know how to go about it if they did. There. Now the cap into the wires into the box. Careful now, careful. There it is. Check it over now. You don't want any slip-ups. At three o'clock, the alarm goes off. It sets up a spark. The spark runs along the wires to the detonators in the box, and that's all there is to it. Don't just stand here. Get back downtown to the shop. Uh, uh, what, what are you doing in my house? Hey, Duke, somebody is home. That'll hold him a couple of seconds. Suddenly, he's standing there. Must have been down in the cellar all the time we was here. And you said you cased this place for three days. Get me something to tie him up and let's no! go. No, 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 no. Don't tie me up. Don't tie me Slug him again. Again. Okay. Cut the cellar down there? Yeah. See if there's any rope around. Coil a rope on the shelf down here. I'll get it. No, no. We'll carry him down and tie him up there. No, don't tie me up. This house is... Shut up, you. Oh. See if he has a handkerchief. Roll it up in a ball. Listen to me. This house is... All right, shove it in his mouth. Shove it in. Take off his belt and buckle it between his teeth, too. Fast. Okay. What's he putting up such a fight about? This place is a lemon. Nothing in it. Take his legs. Okay. I did my last stretch just on account of leaving a guy in the open where he could put a squad car in my tail too quick. Okay, dump him here. Now, give me that rope. I'll hold him. Hey, what's he putting up such a fight about? Look, mister, we ain't gonna hurt you. Just leave you here in the cellar. He still ain't convinced. I can't figure him. Okay, that does it. All right, I'll tie him to this pipe. Otherwise, somebody's liable to come home right after we leave and hear him thrashing around. These houses are like matchboxes. I wonder what he's trying to say. Don't leave me tied up down here. I won't call the cops, I swear it. This place is gonna blow up, don't you understand? Explode. This, this house is gonna explode. Who cares what he's trying to say? Let's go. We'll pull another job tonight. Hey. This time I'll do the picking. Well, it looked like a good setup, standing way off like it is. <laughs> hey, mister, will you relax? You'll never get out of them nuts. <laughs> hey, what's he so bug-eyed about? <laughs> what is it, mister? This alarm clock <laughs> over here? <laughs> Yeah, what do you care what time it is? You ain't going anyplace. Hey, should we take the clock, Duke? Nah, couldn't raise a buffalo nickel on it. Ordered it, so Let's go. We got work to do. Right. Come back. Okay. Don't, don't leave me here. This house explodes at three o'clock. Listen to me. It blows up in an hour and a quarter. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come. They're gone. The only people in the world who know where I am. I, I've got to get out. For suspense, Autolite is bringing you Van Heflin in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Can you help me with my income tax? Why, I'm just the guy. 
Here, just fill in form W-1066, IOU, RSVP, your telephone number, and ALRSP. ALRSP? Autolite resistor spark plug? Why, they ought to jail you for this. After all, I... Hey, do you and your income tax reports want to look good? Well... Then save, Hap, my boy. Save gas, for instance. Replace your old narrow-gap spark plugs with wide-gap Autolite resistor spark plugs. They make your car idle smoother, give you better performance on leaner gas mixtures. Actually, save gas dollars. Harlow, with me all tied up in taxes and internal revenue, you... For internal revenue for your engine, switch to wide-gap Autolite resistor spark plugs. They're ignition engineered by Autolite to meet the highest standards of automotive engineers, to give you smoother idling, more mileage for your dollar. I'm worried. Ah, you don't have to worry, Hap. Why, with wide-gap Autolite resistor spark plugs, you even cut down spark plug interference with radio and television reception. Remember, you're always right with Autolite. And now, Autolite brings back to our Hollywood soundstage Van Heflin as Paul in Three O'Clock, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. I can't get out. Nobody knows I'm here. 56, 57, 58, 59. 12 minutes to two. It goes so fast. That second hand goes so fast. Five, six, seven. Less than 72 minutes. Help me. Somebody help me. Help me. Help me. Eleven minutes to two, only only seventy-one minutes. Not even that now. Three, four, five, six. Francie, Francie, come home and get me out of this. I love you. I, I can't help being jealous, can I? I'm sorry I tried to kill you. It's because I love you so much. I'm jealous. But you deserve it. You deserve to die for what you've done to me. Can't you imagine how I felt that day last last month when I came home? You, Paul? Paul, you, you're home so early. Are, are you sick? Another hmm? one of your headaches? Oh, I feel fine, honest. Well, why, why are you home so early? Well, I don't know. I just got lonely for you, and I said to myself, well, you're the boss, old boy. It's your watch repair shop. Now, if you want to close ahead of time, who's to say no? <laughs> Come on, hold still a second. Your, your, your lipstick is huh? smeary. <laughs> it, it is? Well, I was lying down. I, I guess well, I... It's all right. Now, come on, pucker up. <laughs> well, you smeared again. Well, I'll fix it. As as long as you're home early, why don't you rest a while? The morning paper's still in the den. Oh, I guess I will at that. I had a heavy lunch, pot roast and potatoes and apple pie. And What'd you do today, Annie? Oh, all the usual. Clean the house, went marketing. Wish we could afford a car. I mean, isolated the way we are, walking I sat down on the couch, and there it was in the ashtray on the end table. A cigar butt, still moist on one end, still warm on the other. Any uh, visitors today? What'd you say? Uh, I said any visitors today. No. None. Not even a peddler. You're a liar, Francie. You lied to me that time. Time. 42, 43, 44, 45. No clock has ever gone this fast. Of all the thousands I've looked at and set right in my shop, not one has ever gone so fast. It's quarter hours go around like minutes, and it's minutes like seconds. 
Three minutes to two. That's that's cheating me. It's not keeping the right time. That that second hand's whirling like a pinwheel. Make it stop, somebody. When the clock says three, the, the house explodes. Make it... Oh, somebody's at the door. Come in, please. Please, please come in and find me and let me out of here. Please, please, please. Gas company. Gas company. The one call in all the day's routine from the earliest morning to latest night that can possibly bring anyone down here to the cellar. Anybody home in there? Gas company. Anybody home? I am. I am. I'm down here. Don't, don't wait for somebody to answer the door. It's not locked. Come in. Come in. Please, please. He's gone. He's gone. No, 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 no. He's coming around to the back. Why don't we... What? I said, why don't we go in and read the meter anyway? Even if nobody's home. Yes, yes. Company policy. We never go in to read a meter unless somebody's home. Sure, they're never home when you want them to be. But I am home. I, I am. I'm right down here. I, look, I, I can see your legs through the window. All you have to do is to bend down and look in, and, you, and you'd see me. No, 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 no. Don't go away. Stay here. I'll kill you if you go, so help me. I'll kill you. No, 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 no. I didn't mean that. Please stay. Please stay. Look at the time. One minute past two, 59 minutes left, not even an hour now. 59 minutes less eight, nine, 10, 11. How long 59 minutes seems when, when you're waiting for someone? Like the night that I, I waited for Francie to come home from a movie and, and she was late. The night Francie was late coming home from a movie. Yes, in a pig's eye she was at a movie. She was with her boyfriend. Well, sure, I was worried. What did you think? You said you'd be home before 11, and here it is almost midnight. I was about to call the hospitals and the police. Oh, Paula, I'm sorry. Really, I am. All those, those short subjects, and then the bus was late. I, I'm sorry you worried. Oh, forget about it. How was the movie? It was all right. Nice western. Oh, a western? I thought you were going to see Three Musketeers. I, well, I, I was, but I, I changed my mind. I saw Red River instead. Well, I didn't know that was playing in the neighborhood. Well, I... I went downtown. I thought as long as I'm out of the house, I might as well do a little shopping. Well, the stores were open tonight? No, I... Did I say shopping? I meant window shopping. Oh. <laughs> what was the movie about? You know, a western. A lot of shooting and riding. Uh, how was uh, Gary Cooper's performance? Oh, good. I've always liked him. No, I didn't mean Cooper. Cooper's not in it. I, I meant uh, John Wayne. Oh, oh. Was that John Wayne? <laughs> you know, they all look alike to me. <laughs> those, those big hats. That was the night that she signed her own death warrant. Little things put the official seal on it, like the cigar butt in the living room, like the gasoline drippings on the street in front of our house, and we don't even own a car. And it wasn't a delivery truck either, because the drippings uh, showed that it stood there a long time, an hour or more. And, and like the time last week when... The time. Twelve minutes after two? No. Oh, no, that can't be. It was just two o'clock. It, it can't be that late already. Twelve minutes past two. Only 48 minutes and... Uh, less than 48 minutes. It's 47, 56, 55, 54. Look at that second hand. Fancy, 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 fancy. 
She's in the kitchen. She's, she's putting down her parcels. How can I make her hear me? There must be some way. And now, now she's at the hall closet, and he must be hanging up her coat. Oh, Francie, thank you so much for coming home early. I love you so, and I, I need you. How could I ever have thought of hurting you? I must have been crazy, but I'm not now. Back to the kitchen. Why doesn't she come down here to look for something? She might stay up there all afternoon, lie down. She might wash her hair. She, she might stay up there till it's time to get supper ready. What she does is no supper, no Francie, no me. Francie, Francie, come down here. I know that you can't hear me, but come down here, please. Please come down here. She knows we've been robbed. I should get the police now, and they'll search the whole place, and they'll look down here. Well, I'll look again, but I know it's gone. Paul will have a fit. Oh, no, 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 I won't. I won't, honest. No, I, I haven't reported it yet. We have to be so careful. Yeah, you're not kidding. I, I called Paul at the shop while I was out, and there was no answer. I hope nothing's wrong. Can't you guess there's something wrong if I'm not in the shop? But maybe you'd better come out. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Sure, come on. If I go, both of you go with me. What time is it? Oh, no, no, it can't be 19 past 2. Only 41 minutes left. 33, 34, 35, 36. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Oh, there I go, there I go. Stop it, stop it, and think, think fast. Think like you did last week when you came home and she threw her arms around you and hugged you and where well, that little liar... Hi, Polly. Hello. No kiss? Yeah, sure, why not? Mm. Oh, what's the matter? Hard day? So hard you can't even force a smile? I'll make you smile. I'll make you laugh. <laughs> kissy, kissy, <laughs> Come on, smile. No, smile. No. <laughs> Stop tickling. <laughs> Cut it out. What's uh, it? This in your pocket. Fancy, don't. A present for me? Uh, yeah, I said don't. Give me that. All right. You don't have to grab. What is it? Well, it's, uh, it's fertilizer, that's what it is. Fertilizer? Yeah, a sample package. I, I figured maybe we'd start a little garden in the back, a few flowers, maybe. Oh, well, that's a nice idea. That's just what I'll do. Yeah, well, I'll keep it down in the cellar. The fellow gave it to me, said that it should be kept in a cool, dry place. I'll buy the seed just as soon as you make up your mind what you want. Fertilizer. She never even suspected that it was an explosive. I brought other things home. Last week, too. Every day, something else. Some more sample packages of fertilizer, which I carefully packed into a soapbox that I had in the cellar. And copper wire and dry cell batteries. And this clock. And she never suspected a thing. She was so flustered trying to cover up the fact that she had a caller that I could have brought in a grandfather's clock under my arm, and she probably wouldn't even have noticed it. Oh, but, uh, Francie, that, that doesn't matter now. If you If you'll just come on downstairs... He's here. Her boyfriend's here. Hello, Dave. Well, did it turn up yet? No, and I haven't heard anything from Paul either. The police will think I did it, I suppose. Oh, don't say things like that. Come on into the kitchen. Coffee's ready. What do they can do? Just just sit there, don't they? Don't they know that it's twenty-eight minutes to three? Only minutes left now. Minutes, not even a full half hour anymore. Don't you think we ought to tell Paul about 
About us? I don't know. How'll he take it? Paul isn't narrow-minded. Well, we can't keep on like this. It's better to go to him ourselves and tell him about you than wait till he finds out. He, he's liable to think something else entirely. What's she talking about? I know he didn't believe me that night when I helped you find the furnished room and told him I'd been to a movie. I'm, I'm so nervous and upset all the time. I feel as guilty as if, as if I were one of those disloyal wives or something. Oh, didn't you ever tell him about me at all? I, I told him you'd been in one or two little scrapes, but I let him think I'd lost track of you and I didn't know where you were anymore. Well, well that was her brother she, she said that about. I'm gumming things up for you, all right. An escaped convict for a brother. Oh, Francie. Francie, I didn't know. Why, why didn't you tell me it was your brother? Why didn't you tell me? Let's, let's go downtown and talk it over no, with No, 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 stay here. Don't, don't go downtown. Stay here. You shouldn't be seen with me. You would get into trouble yourself. Telephone Paul to come here instead. Yes, 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 stay here with me. Please, stay. I'm not afraid. What can I do? What can I do? This pipe, this pipe leads upstairs. Hit it with something. With what, though? What? My head. What was that? What? I didn't hear anything. I thought I heard a noise in the cellar. Yes, you did. You did. It's me. It's, it's me. Want me to take a look? Yes, 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 yes. Francie! Francie! Come down here and look! Only 22 minutes left! Francie! Francie! Oh, Mama. Mama, Mama, Mama. It's gained another minute. Help me, Mama. Help me, Mama. Help me, Mama. Help me. Be careful what you're doing, Bobby. What? Oh, that's a kid bouncing his ball against the house. Yeah, it's, it's a little kid. Bobby, come away from that cell. Oh, no. No, no. Let him stay. Stay stay there, Bobby. Don't move. Did you hear what I said, Bobby? Bobby, just turn your head this way and you'll see me. A little more, Bobby. That's it. He's looking right at me, but he doesn't see me. Don't you see me turning my head from side to side, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth? He, he, he sees me. Bobby, what are you doing? Mommy, look. Does he understand what he sees? Oh, if, if he were only just a few years older, a child of seven or eight could understand that. Bobby, are you coming? I'm waiting. Stay where you are, Bobby. Make her come to you. Did you hear what I said? When I call you, I want you to come to me. Mommy, look. Funny man. Why, Mommy can't peek into strange people's houses. Come on, dear. Funny man. Tied up. Yes, yes. Well, say goodbye to the funny man tied up. Bye-bye, <laughs> funny man tied up. Bye-bye, funny man tied up. <laughs> Time is left. Ten minutes. Well, someone could come down here now, or, or even six minutes from now, or seven, and I could still escape. Forty-two, forty-three, forty-four. <laughs> the, the clocks, the clocks are beginning to look like people, like Mama. Oh, my head hurts, Mama. I'm sorry for what I've done. Paul, sorry. He won't, he won't do it again, honest. 
Just l let him go this time and not punish him. He's, he's learned his lesson. He'll never do it again. Poor Paul. Poor Paul. Oh, that, that must be Francie. It must have found the shop closed, trying to find out if I, I came back here while she was gone. When no one answers, will that tell her that something's wrong? Why should she think I'm stretched out down here in the cellar if I don't answer the phone? Bye-bye, Francie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Tick-tock. Bye-bye. Tick-tock. Seven minutes to three. In seven minutes, the alarm goes off. Seven minutes to three. The alarm rings for me. <laughs> that, that's a poem, Francie. It's a funny poem. Seven... Please let time stand still at seven. Now it's six. What a precious number of six, so round, so comfortable. Let it be six forever, not five or four, but six for all eternity. Let time stand still at six. Now it's five, 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 five. says bye-bye, five. Good morning, Polly, dear. Good morning. Wake up, sleepyhead. Wake up. Do you know what time it is? No. What time is it? Take your head out from under the pillow and see for yourself. All right. It's exactly one minute to three. <gasps> one minute to three. Oh, I, I was dreaming. One minute to three, not even a minute. Barely 50 seconds, 50 seconds to go. 50 seconds to live. Help me, Mama. Help me. Francie, Paulie needs help. He dies in 40 seconds. 39, 38, 37. He's not a bad little boy. He always means well, so help him. Help, little Paul. Mama, Mama, where are you? Quick, I haven't got much time. I have 20 seconds, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Doc's working on him. Meantime, just a couple more questions. All right. All you, right, officer. You say when you came in, he was all tied up and this alarm clock here was ringing. Yes. I say. Nancy? Yeah, Doc? Dead. 
Good heart failure. Oh, Paul! I'm sorry, ma'am. Now, look, just one more thing in this box. There was some wires going to it from the clock, and I pulled them out. Do you know what was in it? This box? Yeah. Nothing. It, it used to have some fertilizer in it, but I, I took it out this morning and used it. I, I've been trying to raise flowers in the back of the house. Paul, Paul loved flowers. Thank you, Van Heflin, for a splendid performance. Hello, uh, about my income tax report. Oh, forget it. Happen, be happy. Ask for those mighty marvels, those gas and money savers, those ignition-engineered Autolite resistor spark plugs. They're made by the Autolite men who make over 400 products for cars, trucks, airplanes, and boats in 28 Autolite plants from coast to coast. Autolite also makes complete electrical systems for many makes of America's finest cars. Batteries, spark plugs, generators, starting motors, coils, distributors. All ignition engineered to fit together perfectly, work together perfectly, because they're a perfect team. So, folks, don't accept electrical parts that are supposed to be as good. Ask for and insist on Autolite original factory parts at your neighborhood service station, car dealer, garage, or repair shop. Remember, from bumper to tail light, you're always right with Autolite. Now, here again is Van Heflin. First, I'd like to say that it's always great fun and a lot of work to appear on suspense. And second, come on out here, Tony. That's right, come on out. Ladies and gentlemen, Radio Mirror Magazine has asked me to call Tony Leader, the producer-director of suspense, down out of his glass cage up there for a very special reason. What's it all about, Van? Tony, I'd like you to meet Miss Ann Daggett, Western editor of Radio Mirror Magazine. How do you do? How do you do, Mr. Leader? As a suspense fan of long standing, I am very happy to have the privilege of presenting to you this scroll. It is in recognition of the fact that suspense has been chosen radio's outstanding mystery show by Radio Mirror Magazine, which will be on the newsstands tomorrow. Well, that's, that's wonderful. And on, on behalf of our writers and our actors and musicians, Lud Gleskin in particular, and technicians without whom suspense couldn't even begin to suspend you, I... I want to say thank you very much. Well, my congratulations to Tony, and I'll be tuned in next week to hear Gregory Peck in Murder Through the Looking Glass, another gripping study in... Suspense. Van Heflin appeared by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of the Technicolor picture Little Women, starring June Allison, Peter Lawford, Margaret O'Brien, and Elizabeth Taylor. Tonight's suspense play was written by Cornell Woolrich and adapted by Walter Newman. Music was composed by Lucian Morawieck and conducted by Lud Gluskin. The entire production was under the direction of Anton M. Leader. Remember, next Thursday, hear Gregory Peck in Murder Through the Looking Glass. You can buy Autolite electrical parts, Autolite resistor spark plugs, Autolite stay-full batteries at your neighborhood Autolite dealer. Switch to Autolite. Good night. Here's great news. Suspense on television may be seen in many parts of the country every Tuesday night. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. All I can say to that is, wow, um, that 
that does have to be, I don't know if I'll call it my absolute favorite episode of suspense because I tend to like the weird monster type shows, but I'll <laughs> say, I'll say of the ones that are not monster type shows, uh, that one has to be in the top <laughs> couple or if not the top one. So right. uh, now a, a few weeks ago, we had fury and sound, which is worth listening to, to get the inside jokes and figure that kind of stuff out. But the more you listen to this one, the more you realize how incredible Van Heflin's performance is. You just pick up all the different subtlety of the different scene changes and like. And you, and while it's happening, you're captivated with the story. But there's another time to listen to it to be captivated by the acting. And uh, I think it's worth listening to it yeah, again. Yeah, it's, it's a tour de force for an actor. And, and to pull it off the way he does in this takes incredible skill. I, I noticed earlier you said that uh, Alfred Hitchcock had a TV show called Suspicion. I don't know that I've ever seen any of those. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents is running all over the place and has been for sure. years. Um, did that uh, show Suspicion come after Alfred Hitchcock Presents it, went off the air? It seemed to be running concurrent with it on a different oh. network. Um, <laughs> you, you, you can find this episode on youtube sometimes they take it down and then it suddenly appears again but it now that you know this presentation of it it's worth watching it to see how eg marshall did it and also how they handled it visually and how the ending is slightly different okay. uh, but um it's uh you can find it on youtube just search for search for a suspicion four o'clock eg marshall and it's bound to come up all right uh, anything else before we uh, check out on this particular episode and uh, tease a little bit for next week? Well, um, where this one we were concerned about time because we could hear the clock ticking. Notice how oh, I, I want to remind everyone of that. Notice when the clock ticks and how it fades and how it comes back and how they use that sound effect in the story is absolutely ingenious. But next week, um, I we're caught in the rain. Yeah. And next week, if you're a fan of Cary Grant um, mm. and you're familiar with a lot of his uh, his film work, a lot of which was kind of lighthearted, but he, he worked with Alfred Hitchcock and did some, some uh, fairly uh, tough, dramatic stuff. But to me, the performance that Cary Grant gives in the show you're going to hear next week has to rank as one of the top things he ever did anywhere. So that's your spo your teaser, your spoiler, whatever. Yes. Uh, next week's uh, episode, uh, which we will have Dr. Joe with us again, is starring Cary Grant in what I think is his finest half hour on radio. So yes, until be, then, be careful. Be careful <laughs> while you're driving the rain. That's for oh, sure. Oh yeah. Mm, well, we'll find all about that next week. Driving in the rain. Hmm. Okay. Until then, this is John Tefteller and the good old days of radio show saying thank you for listening and goodbye.